<clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7th at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right. I got to make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Hi, everybody, and hey, y'all. Hope you have a very pleasant good evening. 
wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. And this is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's Rodeo, the campus community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. At the lower level, where the UBC Dance Club is currently practicing. And in my mind, they're dancing to what I'm playing. Our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland, from Lions Bay in the north, Belling, Washington, to the southwest past Point Grey, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea, to all the ships and creatures in the water. If our friends over at CFUV, representing the University of Victoria, aren't overlapping since we do share the same frequency. Our signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL on 101.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Tell us off to subscribers continuing to CITR on their television sets by pointing at the clicker to channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and ever else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There you'll see the Exploding Head Movies show page. It contains track listings and downloads for many an episode, minus two that a podcast are rate. And of course, if you're looking now during the live broadcast, you're not going to find anything out. But at the very least, you can catch up on past episodes which I'll refer to during this broadcast since it seems like each episode tends to bleed into each other or certain themes persist. On that show page, you also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music, which is also available on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Shiosave, and Stitcher, and many other service that uh, seems to surface when I'm looking for things and I realize, oh, I did an episode about that already. What is this thing? Something called Blueberry as well. Podcast is available for those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak and I'll be your bucking bronco for the next two hours so stay behind the fences and listen to me whinny. And you should receive your complimentary and newly regulatory lasso in conjunction with the broadcast off of this episode. If not, I can tell you from experience, though not necessarily by design, dental floss and monitor cables can do well in roping things in. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. And after the area code, that spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R. For those of you who experience the wonder of worlds, that is still T9 on the keypad. Do keep it short, sweet, and to the point since this is a single-person operation. We were mixing everything live. We were researching things on the fly. The focus is for what you hear on the radio sets. Short, sweet, and to the point, along with giving me ample time to answer, especially if I'm on the mic already. That's how the game is played. You can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Air, and on Instagram, it is Myopic Man. So the noise we start off the show with comes from James Devane of the Bay Area. 
and off of his first solo album in 14 years. Just came out a couple weeks ago. Beauty is Useless. We heard James Devane with Sudden Oak Death. Devane's perhaps best known as being half of the ambient duo N, as spelt E-N. And the other half is Maxwell August Croy. And Devane's primarily mostly known for his drones, but his self-titled debut album from 2008, rather ambient, as we heard, plenty of drums and hi-hats along with the drone. In the background, out of Georgia, this is Sun O, and off of 2019's Life Metal, this is Troubled Air. Air seems kind of troubled here, at least in the lower mainland, as there's a fire in a Coquitlam Park. The wind is moving in a different direction, so there's plenty of haze. Of course, when the sun now sets in the autumn evening hours, there's definitely a bit of intrigue. There's forecast of Aurora Borealis. If you can get out somewhere dark, but it's October. Snap, it's days get shorter. In this case, the weather is still hot. Fire's going because there's no rain in the horizon. We've got continued warm days here, so it still feels like you can bike around if you can breathe. And summer ain't quite over yet. But October does mean horror month as we try to do our unexploding head movies every year, which is the time that we dig up horror soundtracks and to share with you. And it kind of nicely lines up with the Vancouver International Film Festival, which is underway. If you go to viff.org, Org, you'll see the full shebangerang of what films are screening, what events are going on. It's going to be running until this Sunday, October 9th, right before our Thanksgiving. Individual ticket tickets start at $10 per screening. You'll obviously do take a look. You can get your tickets online because that will tell you which shows, specifically special presentations, are being sold out. Though those tend to be a little bit pricier. But there are ticket packs available for either six films or ten. There's student passes, regular passes. There's also the VIF Connect app if you're not comfortable going to theaters quite yet. And later on in the show, we'll talk about some of the acts and live events and talks as they kick in this week. So we intersect what we're talking about with horror soundtracks with Vancouver National Film Festival because the composer Michael Abels comes to the Vancouver Playhouse as part of the VIF Amp series Thursday, October 6th, to talk about some of his film scores. The Vancouver Symphony Orchestra will help out with some of the music. So it goes from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Tickets are still available. I'll talk more about that at the appropriate time, since in his honor, we're going to profile Michael Abel's score from his most recent work and the most recent collaboration he's done with regular collaborator, director, and screenwriter Jordan Peele. And that's this year's album, album uh, this year's film it's called nope but yeah let's talk about two films i forgot to mention last time they're still screening this week we missed some of their obviously their gala presentations but specific to vancouver here you gotta hear about the grisly truth in that uh director kathleen s James falls up in the hunt of a prior festival hit which was 2018's finding big country understand who robbed Vancouver of its NBA basketball team, the Grizzlies? So those bad luck bears had a lot of discussion. And at the gala screening this past uh, 1st of October, some of those basketball players were there. 
But, uh, yeah, there's still one more screening this Wednesday, October 5th, at the Center for Performing Arts at 6 p.m. Under 18 can attend. Do check out VIFF. How many Fs are there? VIFF. Double F. Dot org. See what you can do. Otherwise, there's a documentary about something a little bit further away from Vancouver, and that's Mars. It's called Goodnight Oppie, referring to the NASA exploration rover Opportunity. Originally, it was supposed to spend 90 days on its mission to Mars. It lived on for 15. So, there was already a presentation at SFU Woodward's yesterday, featuring Angela Bassett with some narration there, but there's still one more screening. Saturday, October 8th. Again, SFU Woodward's at 1 p.m. And the score features original music by Blake Neely. So all through tonight, I'll try to cover some of the films that I didn't mention last week as part of if It was like it's a shorter festival this year, but then again, time just feels like it's flying. But yes, October. It's not all scary sounds. It tends to sound a little bit folkier, but there's still a little bit of doom and gloom here since a bit of dark folk is referred to here. As Mama's Broke has a new album out. The Halifax duo of Lisa Maria and Amy Lou Keeler, who met on a long car ride from Montreal back to the Maritimes. From the new album Narrow Line, this is Mama's Broke with October's Lament. You're now listening to Exploding Hibbies live from the realms of Studio A, that radio station that's caught wandering where the time does go and how your host seems to acquire a southern accent on the spot. Not a maritime one. Funny how it all works out. This is CITR 101.9 FM. The Smoky.
The Vancouver Outsider Arts Festival returns October 14 to 16 for three days of live performances, artwork, and workshops at the Roundhouse Community Arts and Recreation Center. CITR is thrilled to be a presenting partner and will be broadcasting live on location on October 14th from noon to 3 p.m. to kick things off. Admission is free and all are welcome. For complete festival details, head over to the Community Arts Council of Vancouver's website, www.cacv.ca.
from Toronto. That was TV sets and off this year's album, An Embarrassment of Riches, we heard Gold October. Based on how all the lawns look, it's definitely a gold one already. And last week in the midst of cycling, when air was somewhat breathable, uh, definitely saw some fires along the viaduct. So, kind of daunting that way. Thankfully, it didn't spread too far. Of course, we have to keep an eye on what's happening in Coquitlam, because otherwise, currently our sunsets are kind of more dusty pink gold than the gold that you expect from the yellowing of leaves. As the trees start turning in certain areas, weather holds out. It'll be dry, so there should be plenty of nice viewing of the fall foliage if the trees are on fire. Behind me, this is the Cyrillic Typewriter, and off this year's album, Buzz, this is Tell All the Poet, the Tell All the Poets. You hear Paul Rigby on pedal steel here, and then on the rest of the instruments, it's Jason Zampano, synth guitar, bass, and Rhodes. Let's get back to talk about the Vancouver National Film Festivals and films that are screening, and the one that actually is screening tonight, if you are out and about. It's called The Maiden. And uh, it's already been screened in Venice and Toronto. About two boys and a casual suburban prowl. But uh, then a life is tragically claimed as a whole bunch of things happen as teenage bonds in a small town get weird. So, Canadian film directed by Graham Foy. And tonight is the last screening. So Monday, October 3rd. Today's date at the International Village 8 at 8.45 p.m. So you always can skedaddle, listen to this show as a podcast later if you can't listen live. Otherwise, since we're talking about Mars and the opportunity, there is actually a Canadian film that's kind of set up as like a mission to Mars with people. It's called Viking, not named after the uh, Viking probes that went to Mars in the 70s eerie that way, but it's basically talking about the first manned mission to Mars as personality clashes strike the crew. And it's in French and English with English subtitles. Director Stéphane Lefleur and Viking is screening tomorrow, Tuesday, October 4th at the Vancouver Playhouse at 6pm and then the Saturday, October 8th at the International Village at 4pm. And then talk about one of the events that's uh, associated with a talk more than anything else, similar to what Michael Abels will be doing as part of his appearance at Biff later this Thursday. So, if you've seen the shorts and now the film, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, the filmmaker, Dean Fleischer-Camp, is doing a talk, and uh, it's definitely picked up a viral hit as the stop-motion character voiced by Jenny Slate goes on an adventure. So, Dean Fleischer Camp talks about Marcel the show with shoes on October 7th from 1 to 2 p.m. And that's actually available via the VIF Connect app. So, look at viff.org for all the information about how to catch it. Now, let's talk about uh, a couple deaths in the music world first off here. And um, Anton Fear recently passed away, drummer, producer, composer, band leader from Cleveland. Worked with multiple acts, ranging from the Lounge Lizards, a little bit more of a jazzier vibe, than to the Lodge. Worked with Perubu, 
Lori Anderson, Bill Laswell, Bob Mould from Husker Du, briefly in the Voidoids. And we're going to focus on two of the acts that uh, we associate with them. After this song, it'll be the experimental Golden Palominos, but first up, for those of a certain age, it's the Feelies. What do you associate with the 80s college rock scene? All manners of jangly guitars and bright sounds. And the Feelies were from Hallidon, New Jersey, headed up by Glenn Mercer and Bill Million. Original drummer was Vinnie D'Annunzio, but for their 1980 debut album, Crazy Rhythms, Anton Fear stepped in. This album was a huge inspiration for acts like R.E.M., which then spawned other acts to find inspiration with the sound. And the Feelies ran from 1976 to 1992 with the core group of Mercer Million, then Brandis Sauter, and then replacing Fear on drums after he left from Crazy Rhythms. Dave Weckerman and the act reunited in 2008. They continue to this day, and their most recent album was 2017's In Between. But going back to Crazy Rhythms, on the rhythm, you'll actually hear Anton Fear. This is the Feelies with raised eyebrows.
From their debut album from 1985, Visions of Excess. That was the Golden Palominos with, I think that's a Skip Spence cover. That was Omaha. First lineup Golden Palominos had, at least for the album recording, well, had Anton Figueroa on drums there, Bill Laswell, Ardo Lindsay from DNA, and there were guest appearances from people like Richard Thompson and Bernie Worrell, just named some of them. But they were a huge connection with the New York art scene of the 80s. And eventually, Sid Straw became the singer. But over the years, the act was known for mixing up vocalists, doing various types of different genres. And sometimes the vocalists came from the band and them from outside. I'm partial to 1996's Dead Inside with Nicole Blackman reciting all manners of dark poetry. It's a perfect Halloween album that I need to dig up again. Golden Palomino's final album is 2012's A Good Country Mile. And Anton Fear died on September 21st this year at the age of 66. Sid Straw, the vocalist, had indicated back in 2019 that Fear had quit drumming, so hopefully some production actually happened before he passed away, but quite a force in music. And in the background, this is Nick Storing from the new album Music from Way, W-E-I, which is actually part of a soundtrack for the Tiger Princess Dance Project's accompany Yvonne Ng's dance work, also called Way, 
This is part four. And uh, just imagine an orchestra put into a piano, but sampled in different ways and can controlled by computers. Let's talk at least uh, one more VIF film here as we hop around. Talk about some other recent deaths. Latest film from the maker of The Square and Force Majeure, and that's Ruben Östlin. The film's called Triangle Sadness. A farce set on a cruise where the crew bends over backwards for all the passengers, but then the captain doesn't want to come out for the tribute dinner. And then stormy conditions arise and everything is upset. So standard farce full of rich, terrible people, but it's managed to rope in some folks like Woody Harrelson now and Amanda Walker. And if you are downtown tonight... Triangle of Sadness is screening at the Center for Performing Arts at 9 p.m. But if you can't make it tonight, this weekend, it's still happening Sunday, October 9th, also at 9 p.m. And also at the Center for Performing Arts. Also recently leaving us are these next two acts. Uh, we start off with Jim Post, a folk singer with connections to acts like the Rum Runners in the 50s and 60s. And he was in the act called Friend and Lover with his friend and lover and wife at the time, Kathy Post. And we put out one album. Jim Post kept working in the music scene, died after a long illness this year at the age of 82 on September 14th. And together, they had this hit single from 1968, which gave name to their soul album. Lyrically inspired by a New York City love-in, because it was the late 60s, the song has been featured in films like 1969, and then TV series like Aquarius, Beverly Hills 90210, as I almost can tell, numbers, and then Mad Men. This is Friend and Lover with Reach Out of the Darkness.
Crimes and Treasons Radio. This is Riff Raff. Every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. on 101.9 FM. Yes, yes, you and I rock with the best. 101.9 CITR Radio. Crimes and Treasons, this is your boy Just Blaze. Right now you're rocking with Jules Andre Brown, Rolly Wells, Jamal Steels, and Horsepower. You know what it is, all right? Yo, it's I Am Sue, man. I want to shout out Crimes and Treasons Radio, man. CRTR 101.9, man. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Without living in fear of a drop-by And even if I get away from them drop-by killers I still got to worry about those snitch-ass niggas I keep on searching and I keep on looking But niggas are the same from watch to Brooklyn I try to keep my faith in my people But sometimes my people be yakking like they evil You don't understand about running with a gang Cause you don't gangbang And you don't have to stand on the corner and slang Cause you got your own thing You can't help me if you can't help yourself You better make a layer To get a piece of that apple pie Every game ain't the same Cause the game still remains Don't it seem kinda strange Ain't a damn thing change If you don't work then you don't eat And only down ass niggas can ride with me Hop, hop, hop If I quickly down the block Stay sucker free and keep the busters off your jock You gotta have heart son if you wanna go Watch this sweet chariot swing low Ain't nobody crying Ain't nobody dying Ain't nobody worrying Everybody's trying Nothing from nothing leaves nothing If you wanna have something You better stop fronting 
Sampling. The awesome song from 1981 of the same name by Lakeside. And also originally appearing on the 1994 album, It Takes a Thief. That was Coolio with the timber mix of Fantastic Voyage. Coolio was born artist Leon Ivy Jr. He was a member of the uh, gangster act WC in the Mad Circle. Before he went solo and took off with hits like I Remember, One, Two, Three, Four, Something New, Too Hot, and then the Unstoppable 1995 smash Gangsta's Paradise. And originally I was going to share with you Stevie Wonder's song Pastime Paradise, which is heavily evoked by the song. Of course, another appropriate song would be the spoof by Weird Al Yankovic called Amish Paradise. But Coolio, active no matter what, whether it's successful or not, plenty of hustle. TV fans might know me doing the opening theme to Keenan and Cal, the TV show on Nickelodeon. Of course, Keenan Thompson is still holding the Saturday Night Live for it after so many years. Coolio was a cook, an actor, appeared in cartoons as a voice. He's returning as Kwanzaabot in the upcoming Futurama reboot. Alas, Coolio died suddenly at a friend's apartment on September 28th at the age of 59. Behind me, this is Surprise Chef. And off the forthcoming album, Education Recreation. This is one of the early singles called Velodrome. They just put out another song today in tribute to one of the bakeries they love in their Melbourne, Australian home. I played some of this last week, completely forgetting that they're in town this week. So Surprise Chef are playing the Fox Cabaret this Saturday, October 8th. Also in town, well also, it's happening tonight to the point the doors are already open. And uh, one of the opening acts... Either Crowbot or Necrogoblin have already performed. It's Guar. As MRG Live presents the costumed metal band at the Vogue Theater. It's all ages show. If you're not there already, get hustling down there. Although, please bear in mind, wear clothing that can get wet since the band is notorious for spraying various fluids as performing. Mostly stage stuff. Don't you worry. We'll go back to their 1988, 1988 debut album, Hello. Well, it's more like Hell. Oh. Here's Guar with Americanized. And then we're going to go 100 years back for something that also will be happening tomorrow. This is Exploding Hit Movies, CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
I'm Walter Cronkite. I'd like you to hear something. They're radio ham, amateur, giving of their own time and spending their own money. CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Your volunteer-run station. They're just two average guys who saw the need and volunteered.
That was the Brandenburg Philharmonic Orchestra. It's conducted by Jillian B. Anderson doing a performance from Hans Erdmann's score to the 1922 film Nosferatu, the Symphony of Horror. That was three cues in succession there. Knock in Asylum, Hutter racing home, the Nosferatu killing the ship's crew. That's found in, off a 1995 recording. The Nosferatu, Symphony of Horror, directed by F.W. Murnau, celebrating 100 years, riffing on the story of Dracula, although not using that name, so inventing Count Orlock, who's the uncle of Hutter and Ellen, a couple from the village of Wisborg as they travel to Transylvania to sell a piece of property. Uh, things go sideways. Orlock goes to town and drinks a lot. We've profiled Nosferatu in the past in Exploding Head Movies episode 476 from October 2019, based on a past Halloween experience. And in honor of its 100th birthday, well, last month I missed out on this since plenty of things are going on. <laughs> Couldn't make it on air a few weeks, but uh, there was the Austin, Texas band called Invincible Czars, and they played a live soundtrack to the 1922 film, although based on its 1929 version, to a sold-out crowd at the Rio Theater. And if you're hoping again for Hans Erdmann's score tomorrow, that's not the case, as the Vancouver International Film Festival presents Nosferatu 100 with a live score by Big Kill, which is the latest project. From the act, We Are the Cities, two members, Kane McKenzie and Andrew Hukuliak. So, they're going to be at St. Andrew's Wesley United Church to sort of boost up that idea of a gothic vibe as you watch a film that, uh, yeah, as we're dealing with a pandemic still and how people have been hiding. When Nosferatu came up, it was at the time of the Spanish flu where millions of people died. I was curious to see how it translates that way. So, Big Kill doing a live score to Nosferatu, a symphony of horror. And that is this, well, it's tomorrow, October 4th, from 8 to 9.30 p.m. at St. Andrew's Wesley United Church. Tickets are available for $18. And if you want to take home a live audio recording... And that will be $25. So go to VIFF.org and wonder what it's like to experience Nosferatu. And other things we missed on the background playing in town last week. And I had notes for it, but it's not my usual feeds to understand what's going on. But William Basinski was in town. Off his most recent album, which was a collaboration with Yannick Schaefer called On Reflection. This is On Reflection 3. Basinski, probably best known for various experimental music, including the moving disintegration tapes. My name's Gak. You are listening to the show that's called Exploding Head Movies here. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from unseated Musqueam territory from the campus of the University of British Columbia. We're on Telesoptic Channel 7023, and that you can find on your television sets. We're also streaming live at www.citr.ca. We'll talk about another VIF live event soon enough when we talk about Michael Abels, but 
do want to talk about two other films at Biff, since we're on a roll here. And uh, we got a French coming-of-age film out of Quebec called Rosie, which is set in the fringes of 1980s Montreal. As an orphaned and alone English-speaking indigenous girl is dropped off at the doorstep of her francophone Auntie Fred by Child Services. So, coming-of-age here, having some queer themes, uplifting, a whole bunch of non-binary aspects to it. It's directed by Gail Maurice. And... Rosie is screening one last time. That's tomorrow, Tuesday, October 4th at the International Village at 6 p.m. And then, since fires are close at heart and seemingly here in Vancouver, close to home, there's a documentary about Australia's apocalyptic bushfires in the black summer of 2019 2020. It's called The Fire Inside, as it looks of what the causes were, how the environmental aspects were. And what destruction was struck. Hopefully it's not an omen of what will happen here, but based on how we are totally tackling climate change, we better brace for it. So, Fire Inside screens through VIF Connect on the app. And it starts October 5th, and it's available till October 9th. All right, let's go with the Vancouver Act here. Collaboration. Power duo of sorts. It's called the Bastion Muse. It's a project by Sam Macklin, aka Connect Cuts, and then Larissa Lova of Galarissa Fame. They put out an album in 2019 called Full Employment. And of course, they've been putting out their own music, either as Galarissa or Connect Cuts. But they've also put out two singles this year. Kind of a beatless, moody. Coldway synth pop here. So off of the first single, which is called Distance Haze Number One, this is the Bastion Muse with Sweet.
Hey, why are you so sad today? My succulent died. Can you even kill those things? It's okay. There's a Dead Succulent Haunt episode every Thursday at 5 p.m. here on CITR to help your plants grow and to help you mourn those you've lost. Come on, let's go start some cuttings and listen to Dead Succulent Haunt with Everly on CITR 101.9. Hey, hold Found off a German compilation that came out last year called This is Tehran. And there's a question mark at the end there. That was Parstu Amahdi. And that was her doing a version of an ancient Shirazi traditional song. And that was Balal, Balalom. And behind me, this is the Vatican Shadow and off of the 2020 album Persian Pillars of the Gasoline Era. This is Taxi Journey through the Teeming Slums of Tehran. There's been plenty of news about Iran in the past week or so. Not to the point that bumps off what's happening in Ukraine off the news at all. But, you know, the Ukraine's... You know, the Russians barely claimed four oblasts, but nobody knew. And then the Ukraines came along and they're like, now nah, we're taking them back. And everyone's like, oh, I didn't even know it was lost. 
Main news out of Tehran right now is the death of Masa Amini. 22-year-old with Kurdish heritage. She was arrested by the morality police in Iran for not wearing a hijab in accordance with government standards. She was taken into jail and then beaten upon arresting. Police had indicated that she had a heart attack at the station, fell on the floor and died after two days in a coma, but based on eyewitnesses and women who were detained with Amini at the same time, indicated she'd been severely beaten. So, terrible stuff, all indication of the harsh regime at hand there. But uh, this has invoked large-scale protests, not only throughout Iran, but uh, it's got international attention. There's been protests throughout the rest of the world. It's been happening here in Vancouver. In the midst of researching what I could share with you as part of what's going on with uh, Masa Amini, somehow I managed to unfold a whole bunch of noise artists that have a connection to the uh, underground scene in Iran. So, this act is based out of Hamburg. It's, he's known as Sote. It's an Iranian-American uh, composer. And uh, earlier this year, he put it on an album through the great Sabrosa label called Majestic Noise, made in beautiful, rotten Iran. And that's where you'll find this song. And we'll have some more experimental Persian music afterwards. So here's Sote, with strings of agony. Since we have a little bit of time here, this track chugging away in the background. If you're curious about life in Iran through the eyes of cinema, there's at least four films that have a connection to the Iranian scene. I'll talk about two now, and then two when I come back. So, Screening tomorrow, Tuesday, October 4th, at the Cinematheque at 8.45 p.m. is Like a Fish on the Moon. Deal with a story about a couple who deals with their seemingly happily happy four-year-old son stops talking. So they start consulting experts, but relationships start to suffer in that way. Otherwise, then, uh, there's The Locust, which is screening Wednesday, October 5th at the Van City Theater, part of the VIF Center at 6.15 p.m., and then Saturday, October 8th at International Village at 1.15 p.m. A comedy based on a semi-autographical screenplay about how a director must now contend with the non-plussed cast's cutting remarks of the tragic comic Living Hells fueled by anarchic anarchic energy, palpable anxiety, and biting humor. While you tackle things, here's Sote with Strings of Agony.
experimental Iranian music. First off with Sota and Strings of Agony, and then that glorious bit of music off of the 2019 compilation, Anthology of Persian Experimental Music. That was Tehran's mission with Leaving the Planet. Tehran's mission is the alias of Armin Noruzi, 23-year-old musician, producer living in Tehran, Started learning violin at a young age, but then picked up 90s rock electronic music. Learned bass and keyboards on his own, and started experimenting with computer music software in 2011. I came up with that to hunt down more of his wonderful music. So, Iranian protests are in continuing support of Masa Amini. Hopefully this means changes at hand. We know things in this world are pretty harsh. Way too more often than you expect, but fight the good fight. In the background, this is Kramer, and off of a 2022 album called Music for Films, edited by Moths. This is Requiem for Max. And Kramer has had a big connection with the experimental scene for quite some time, and there's a weird connection to Guar, who we heard earlier. Since Kramer founded the Shimmy Disc label, which is where Guar's first music came from. Two more Iranian films to pay attention at the Vancouver International Film Festival this year. Go to viff.org. And when you can look up the schedule, you can also look at countries that films come from. Because the Vancouver Film Festival, in contrast to many others, tries to focus on a wider palette of international films. We were talking about Jean-Luc Godard last week, since the French director passed away. And uh, he's the subject of a new documentary called See You Friday, Robinson. As the Iranian filmmaker and author Ebrahim Golestan shares uh, correspondences in code with that pen pal, Godard, as it were. And then, uh, that actually, before I forget, screens Thursday, October 6th at the Cinematheque at 6.30 p.m., and then Saturday, October 8th at 3.30 p.m. And another Iranian film is No Prior Appointment, a drama about an Iranian doctor returning to her home country after 30 years upon learning the death of her estranged father. She brings family with her. No Prior Appointment screens at International Village on Saturday, October 8th at 6 p.m. We'll still talk a little bit about Ukraine here. Since uh, the album this song comes on was released as a tribute compilation towards the resistance from the Russian invasion. The album came out through the Hotman Sound label. It's called Calliope. features all manners of artists experimenting with music. And this act is actually the head of Hotman Sound, known as Mount Maxwell. Gloriously noisy bit of music here, hopefully allowing us to segue eventually into the world of Michael Abels, who is also in town as part of Biff. Here's Mount Maxwell off of Calliope. This will be Be Angry at the Sun.
goes together better than live music and a beer. Or two. Or five. Wait a minute. An estimated 886,000 Canadians aged 15 and older abused or were dependent on alcohol in 2012. One in seven Canadians aged 15 years and older experienced verbal, emotional, and physical abuse as a result of another person's drinking. Make sure a fun night out doesn't ruin everyone else's, or your own. If you see yourself or someone you know slightly off-key, help everyone out and step in. After all, you want to be able to remember the show tomorrow morning. Hey, this is Kept, and you are currently tuned into Exploding Head Movies, one of my absolute favorite programs on CITRFM Vancouver. can fade in a song playing the same note in a different way. 
Just heard Kelly Lee Lowens and off this year's album, LP8. Since the Welsh musician has decided to forego albums three through seven. So, from the sophomore jinx to the eighth wonder in the discography. Track who we heard was Olga. And on LP8, Owens collaborated with the noise musician Lasse Marhaug. So, there's still that spiritual element we associate with her. A little bit more of a mechanical ferocity, at least in the words of Pitchfork magazine. And behind me, this is Anthen, and off the 2021 album Held. I speak over margin. Anthen's put out a solo album this year called Listening Air, and also then two albums collaborating with Simon McCory and Stin Hughes. Now let's quickly talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, streaming this week. Although some of the music has come out already because a lot of the ways that I get told what's happening with music, it's like, hey, it's out now. As evidenced by my 30 Bandcamp alerts a day now. Which just adds to the woes. But so yes, if these aren't available either at your favorite record store on Friday or then where you find your music online, well, it's because it's probably already out. So this list comes from the websites filmmusicreported.com and soundtrack.net. And as new releases go, Carter Burwell does the score to Catherine Called Birdie, his score and then some songs from the film coming out through Milan Records. For you fans of Doctor Who, as part of Series 13, the Flux series is scored by Sagun Akinola. I'll be out through Silver Screen. Theodore Shapiro provides the score to The Good House. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. And for Disney fans of a certain age, they're frothing at the bits or very cackling around the cauldron because Hocus Pocus 2 is out. It's scored by John Debney, and that'll be coming out through Walt Disney Records. Season 3 of Love, Death, and Robots is scored by Robert Cairns, Jason Hill, and Junkie XL. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Matthew Margeson provides the music to Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. Song albums coming out through Island. Jeff Russo does the score to the TV series The Man Who Fell to Earth. This one seemingly bereft of David Bowie, but looks fascinating. And that's coming out through Lakeshore Records. The Canadian composer Cristobal Tapia de Vere provides the music to perhaps this year's horror film of note, which is called Smile. That's coming out through Paramount Music. And then Stefano Lentini does the score to Sopra Visuti. That's coming out through Rai.com. On the re-release front, two to pay note of here. There's a limited edition of the Canadian score, Paul Zaza's music from Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, coming out through Claw 2 Records. And then Point B, is scored by Leland Campana and William Cannon, and that score will be independently re-released. And those are really some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. We're definitely focusing on one key VIF live event as part of our profile here is coming up shortly here, but I do want to talk about some of the other events here. And one ties into a film that has some strong Canadian pedigree here. It's called Brother, directed by Clement Virgo, known for his CBC series The Book of Negroes. Story based on David Cherlandi's novel, set in suburban Scarborough, as two siblings try to justify the sacrifices of their devoted mother and their own ambitions, whether it's for music or for love. Brother Screens, tomorrow, Tuesday, October 4th, at the Rio Theater at 9.15 p.m. 
But there's also a conversation with the director, Clement Virgo. Oh, it happened already. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Perhaps you're there. But yes, you can catch the movie tomorrow. But yesterday, he was at the Annex Theater doing a talk there. Perhaps I should check to see what's going on here. Yes, I could have told you about the costume designer, Deborah L. Scott, who did the music for, or the costumes and design for Avatar, Avatar, Way of the Water, Titanic, and more. That already concluded at the Annex Theater. So let's scan forward. There's at least one more, and it's tied to production design. As Katie Byron, who worked on the recent film with Harry Styles and Florence Pugh called Don't Worry, Darling. She'll be talking about collaborations, working with directors, and designing the perfect look, feel, and shape of the utopian realm. That's October 5th at 7 p.m. at the Annex Theater. Again, Michael Abel's talks at Vancouver International Film Festival this Thursday, October 6th at the Vancouver Playhouse, starting at 7 p.m. And I'll tell a bit more about who'll be joining him and what he's been up to, as I apparently have mixed a whole bunch of stuff up here. But uh, we'll talk about at least two other films before I get into Nope. And that is 2019's Us, as directed by Jordan Peele, who we collaborated past with Get Out, which we profiled in Exploding Movies, episode 427 from October 2018, for which Peele won an Oscar for. And Us is about a vacation family that meets some surprising guests that look very, very familiar. Michael Abel's won a World Soundtrack Award and Jerry Goldsmith Award for his score. It's got some hip-hop elements here. And this actually features a Luna's song kind of slowed down and stretched out from us. Here's Luna's, Michael Marshall, and Michael Abel's with the tethered mix of I Got Five in it. Creep on in, on in, on in.
Little shot of Michael Abels there, starting off with a riff of I Got Five on it from us. And then we heard from the Netflix film Night Books, based on the children's horror book by J.A. White. We heard the cue, The Library. So Michael Abels will be talking film scoring as part of Vancouver National Film Festival this Thursday, October 6th at the Vancouver Playhouse. The Vancouver Symphony Orchestra will join in for a bit of an intimate evening, joined by John Little John and Tiffany Townsend. Should be an interesting approach dissecting the way that art and well specifically music and image match together. Abels has been nominated twice for an Emmy. He's a co-founder of the Composers Diversity Collective, an advocacy group to increase visibility of composers of color in film, gaming, and streaming media. And he's worked with Jordan Peele before with Get Out Us. And in the background from this year's film, Nope, this is the Moy Bridge clip. Jordan Peele brings back Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out, joined by Keke Palmer and Brandon Priebel, a California horse ranch, has some connections in the movie industry. Then some crazy stuff starts happening in the sky. And of course, horror happens. It came out this July. And in discussion with IndieWire, Abel's indicated that uh, collaborating with Jordan Peele was a sense of making it sound like, but wanting to know what chaos sounds like. And a lot of the music is known as aleatoric, so in some way improvised. So the key thing that Abel's worked with Jordan Peele with regards with the score was understanding the threat level in the script. So that's where a lot of the tension comes in. And the film's quote is the idea of what is a bad miracle. So... Abels had said that the music needs to have both those senses together, both a little of the sense of awe like we would have looking at the Grand Canyon and also the urge to run far away from the Grand Canyon because falling in would not be good. So that's the dichotomy at play. When watching the film, also pay attention to the sound design done by Johnny Byrne in that the times that Abels felt that silence was an important part of what's going on because the tension and negative space in the music is actually part of the music. Many musicians will tell you that sometimes the most important note to play is a note that you will not play. So, we'll listen to the selection from the score here. We'll come back, talk a little bit more about what's happening at VIF, but from his score to Nope, this will be Michael Abels with Jupiter's Claim.
came down to earth and had hidden a tree. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me. Well, he looked at me and in a voice so gruff. He said, I wouldn't need you. He said, you're too tough. He was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. So from his score, from this year's film, nope. Weird Michael Abels. First off, a little bit of the hoedown, that was Jupiter's claim, then one of those statements that I say at work or elsewhere about, uh, where, where your, where's your data? In this case, this is something else. We heard it's in the cloud. Then we heard Michael Wincott there with what's going on with the purple people reader. And behind me, this is WTF is that. And I'll most likely talk over Pursuit. And then the title track, too. Nope. Nope. Did well in the box office and critical circles. Although the joke right now is Jordan Peele is being typecast as the best horror director of all time now, which is amusing. Some eyes will roll there. But, of course, you harken back to his sketch comedy days with Mad TV of, of course, Key and Peele. It's always a... Brilliant extension that way. Of course, he's had his hands as part of the Twilight Zone reboot. That's from Michael Abels. He's done other stuff outside of film. He has done such as he's worked with the Kronos Quartet on the piece At War With Ourselves. Made the ballet called Falling Sky and collaborated with the bluegrass player Rhiannon Giddens on an opera called Omar. And again, Michael Abels will give a talk about how he does his film score work in collaborating with Jordan Peele as part of the 2022 Vancouver International Film Festival. This Thursday, October 6th at the Vancouver Playhouse from 7 to 8.30 p.m. It's part of the VIF Live series, or otherwise known as AMP. And it's the keynote for the entire series. Earlier in the day, there's discussion about the art of composition with other film composers like Amritha Vaz, Caleb and Brian Chan, this is actually five now, Miriam Cutler, and the moderator, which is Adrian Ellis. But it also gets into some other topics, and if you're curious, that is October 6th from 4 to 6 p.m. But uh, there's other discussions about how to go from hip-hop to TV scoring. So you have the composer Meido Wayuhi, who worked on Reservation Dogs, which has been renewed for another season. You have Jarrett Martineau as a moderator. Then you have hit radio stars and other things to do with sound supervision. If you go to vif.org slash amp, you get ticketing price information that way. There are still some public tickets available to see Michael Abels along with the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra. $58. Wish I could go, but I'm on the road at that point. 
if you are listening and you do go drop me a line let me know how it is tom you make some wonderful stuff anyways that's gonna be it for exploding Head movies for this week coming up at nine it's the jazz show with gavin walker and he will guide you around midnight or so so stay tuned to citr for the rest of your spooky monday evening Next week will be Thanksgiving. I'll be on the road, as I've stated. So what I'm going to try to do is take two of the lost episodes when our podcast server went down. And we'll try to mash it into a single baffling show tied to the Northman, Das Boots, and never-ending story. But later in October, we'll get into our horror lead-up to Halloween as we talk about Lucretia Dalt and some of her film score work, Jacob's wife, and some other vampire business. And since Halloween falls on a Monday this year, we will actually have a Halloween episode, and we'll go with the Japanese cult film, Hausu. We'll close with one more last track from Nope, although kind of in a remixed form. There's some other songs in the soundtrack done by Dionne Warwick, The Lost Generation, the actor Jodie Foster, but for those of you Canadians of a certain age, you'll remember the boy in the box. This will be Corey Hart. Although super slowed down as though I had this on vinyl and played it on the wrong speed. So this will be the jean jacket mix of Corey Hart wearing his sunglasses at night. You have been listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. It's still going on. Breathe safe through the smoky air. And uh, since I won't hear, talk to you live next week, have a good and safe Thanksgiving.